Welcome to the Stylistpreneur Podcast, a show created to help hairstylists build and sustain successful beauty businesses. Here is your host, Damali Phils, CEO of Stylists in Business, master hairstylist, and author of Travel Notice, the ultimate guide to becoming a traveling hairstylist. All right, let's start the show. guys, welcome to another episode of the Stylespreneur Podcast. I am your host, Damali Fields, and today we have with us Jessica Patton. She is a business coach for beauty professionals, hairstylists, and salon owners. Jessica, come on in the room. How are you? I'm doing amazing. How are you doing? Jessica, I am good. It's cold here in Chicago, but that's okay because it's not snowing. So I'm totally fine with that. How about you? Yeah, we're good. It's like no snow right now, so I'm loving it. Right. Yeah. So Jessica, tell us all about you, what you do, how you got started with helping beauty professionals. We would really love to know your story. Yeah, for sure. So I'll kind of take you back to when it all started. So right out of high school, I dove into hairstyling. I graduated, got my diploma. Mm -hmm. And then right after that, I moved to a new city. So it was like a whole new city, whole new profession that I was doing. So I jumped in and I had done it for a while. And it just was like, you know, when you just start and you're like, it's so overwhelming anyways. Oh yeah. And then being in a new city too, it was just like too much. So I took a step back. I went back to school for my business admin, graduated in that. I went into corporate, was working in corporate for 13 years and accounts payable, which is like so (laughs) boring compared to the hair industry. So once I had my daughter, I had really thought like, I really want to do something that you know, I can create my own schedule, do my own thing. Mm -hmm. So I started off as a virtual assistant, which was really cool. It was really neat to dive into all the other industries and see like what people's pain points were, where Mm -hmm. they were kind of struggling. And that's where I got started in the business coaching, business consulting, because I Mm -hmm. could really see where people were struggling in their businesses. And I was, I knew that there was an easier way for businesses to run, especially as a solopreneur, you're doing all the things by yourself. It's tough. So I just wanted to create something that made business you know, work smarter and not harder, make Mm -hmm. it easier for people to run their business and do their clients and focus on that. So that's kind of my story. Okay. That's awesome. Now I know you said, you know, you work with a few different types of businesses and although your background started with the beauty professional, how did you say, okay, you know, I'm just going to focus on beauty professionals. Yeah. So it's funny that it took me so long. I've loved the industry for so long. Mm -hmm. Like when I was in it, it was it just felt like home. It was just so nice to be a part of that industry. It's so amazing. Everybody's Mm -hmm. so creative, so kind and warm and welcoming. So when I got into consulting, you know, when you talk to everybody, you talk to nobody. So I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, I need to niche down. So it's like the health and wellness industry. I love that. But you Mm -hmm. still need to niche down more because there's so many people you're talking to. Exactly. So yeah, so it just brought me back to, well, hairdressing obviously like I love the industry I would love to be able to help people you know going into their business going independent salon owners if I can help them create a business that's you know running smoothly and it's not Mm -hmm. so overwhelming that would be a dream so that's how I got back into the industry yeah and you're still servicing people whether you know it's not directly behind the chair but you're still helping clients you're still helping hairstylists which I absolutely love um and that's the whole concept of this podcast it's just 
I know there's no clear roadmap for hairstylists or salon owners. So like, hey, who can I talk to? Who can I have as guests to help out all of our fellow hairstylists? So it's like amazing that you're here today to help us with this. I love that. I love that so much. And it's so, so needed. So I love it. Now, with helping all these hairstylists and beauty professionals, what would you say is one of the biggest challenges that they have with business? Yeah, honestly, it's they are doing all the things, Mm -hmm. especially when you go independent, you start your own business. There's so many hats you need to wear. So if you can really figure out a more streamlined way to do things or a way to make that like things easier for you, it's going to make it feel so much better to be in your business. So I really think the overwhelming part is just all the hats you have to wear, plus dealing with the clients on a daily basis. Right. Yeah, I think people don't realize like, you know, as an independent stylist, which now, you know, everybody works in a salon suite. So it's like everybody wants to be their own boss, but people don't realize like you have to do the marketing, you have to do the finances, the management, the social media, let's not even start there, right? (laughs) Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure you've seen some of those funny uh, Instagram videos where it's just like, I'm this, 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 and that, like I'm, I'm wearing 10 hats. Yeah. You know, so I think a lot of people are starting to see the benefit of having, you know, somebody to help them manage their business. So like, you know, it's, it's, you need a partner, although you want to be independent, you want to be your own boss, you need some help. You can't do it all by yourself. Yeah. And just to have somebody have your back and Mm -hmm. who has maybe done that or knows, has the tools for you to run your business in a more smoother, automated way. It's Mm -hmm. worth the money tenfold. Gotcha. And I always suggest people like, you know, take a day out during the week to like manage your business. What are mm-hmm. some principles, you know, some key principles that we can incorporate as independent stylists and salon owners to manage our business? Yeah. So whenever I work with my clients, my VIP days, my courses, all that stuff, I run them through the 5M method. So what okay. that is, is we go through mindset, which is a huge one in business. One of the biggest things is working on your mindset, right? working on your momentum, which is goal setting, really creating that focus of what you want to get to your future mm-hmm. vision. Uh, money is a big one, budgeting and knowing where your money is going, where it's coming from, all that kind of stuff. Working on your marketing, which is a mm-hmm. beast in itself. Right. There's so many different pieces to that. Um, email marketing is something I love to teach on because it is so beneficial to have that. Social okay. media, how can we streamline that Streamline that and make it easier for you to be able to post on social media and then business management. So what does your time management look like? What is your team management if you have a team? All of that kind of stuff. So right. I think those five pillars for sure are so helpful to know, you know, there's all different features in within those. But I think those are the five, five main features for sure. No, I think that's awesome. Um, and I know, you know, when, when we move into these spaces, we want to be our own bosses. One thing that we kind of think about is finances, but I don't think yeah. we really, you know, get down to the nitty gritty. I don't think we're really oh. doing budgets or, you know, a projection of what I'm going to do this year. I think we're just making money, you know? Totally. So when it comes to the finances, what are some things that we can do to make sure that we're good in that area? Yeah. I think like a budget for me is my love language. Right? Like I think it's so important to know, like, what you need to survive, like what is your, you know, monthly income that you need mm-hmm. 
Start with that, your personal budget, what are you spending, what are you saving, all that. And then your business budget too, like what are the expenses that you have on a monthly basis? What are all the things that you need to know that's coming in and going out in your business? And another thing that I love too is using the profit first method. It's an incredible method that you can use and it really, it's all by percentages. You know what's coming in, but then you save a certain percentage for taxes, for Mm -hmm. expenses, for your owner's pay, and then you put a little aside for your profit as well. So it's just nice to have all that clear out in front of you, you put in a couple of numbers, and then it gives Mm -hmm. you the number that you have to save. So it's not like, oh, I know I should be saving for taxes, but this month was a little bit hectic, or, you know, things came up, but no, you have the set amount, and that's what you're putting away on a monthly basis. And Mm -hmm. I think that's so beneficial just to have those numbers in place. I agree. And I also think, you know, it's it's unfortunate, but it's not something that's was stressed in beauty school. Oh, um, unless you like learned it, you know, on your own at a yeah. trade show. There's one of those things that they teach how to do your hair, but they don't necessarily teach how to do business. 100%. Right. So, yeah, I think that's amazing. And that brings me to another big thing. Mm-hmm. Pricing. Mm-hmm. Okay. We don't know how to price ourselves. Yeah. Stylists, you know, it's kind of like, okay, the girl next door is charging this or the girl online was charging that, or, you know, I'm working at the salon. So they charge that. But like when it yeah. comes to pricing your services, what are some tips for that? For sure. So I think it is really looking at what your expenses are. And this comes mm-hmm. back to the budget, mm-hmm. knowing what you need on a monthly basis, mm-hmm. having those in place, having that number. So you know, okay, I need to make at least this a month plus my expenses plus my taxes. If you know that number, then you can price your services according mm-hmm. to that. I so right. So it's knowing those numbers is huge. And then making sure you are giving yourself a raise. It's like increase your prices, maybe on a yearly basis. Right. People expect it. Inflation is crazy. So, you know, other people, their prices rise all the time. So making sure that you don't feel resistance to that, you just know it's part of business and, you know, price increases are coming. But knowing that number of okay. what you need to survive is huge. Right. And I agree. Like, I want to say maybe when I'm in my first or second year of being a hairstylist, and I've been a stylist now forever, um, that was the advice that a mentor gave me. Like, you know, Damali, how much do you need to make per year? You need to know those numbers in order to move forward. Because if not, you know, you may not make the money that you need. But if you have that ideal number, if you have those goals set in place, then you can move forward, right? 100% because you need to know what you need to make on a monthly basis. Mm-hmm. If you're close to hitting it, if you're too far off, and then you know the steps that you need to take within that month. Okay, I need exactly. to ramp up my marketing. I need to get more referrals. I need to send an email out to get more bookings. You right? know what you need to do if you have that number. I agree. Now you mentioned marketing. Uh, What are some things that stars can do salon owners in order to market themselves, their business in order to attract the clients that they want? For sure. So this one is a little bit of like, not a taboo, but people are just like very resistant to it. (laughs) But honestly, it is showing up in your business, showing who you are. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't have to be going on lives or even talking in stories if that feels uncomfortable. But taking those small steps to show your face, to show Mm -hmm. who's behind the chair, who's behind the business, because you want to create that know, like, and trust factor for yourself and your clients. They want to know who they're working with when they come sit in your chair. So as much as, you know, the before and after pictures are showcasing your work, mm-hmm. you want to show who you are to create that. So right. it's a little bit of a mix of both. And what I would say, too, is like 
if you're like just nervous or like kind of shy about showing yeah. up, just take those small steps. Maybe just take a selfie and say what you're doing right. that day or, <laughs> you know, just like showcasing a behind the scenes or, you know, just taking those small steps. And every time you do something, it gets easier. So I maybe, agree. maybe try like talking on stories one time, see how it feels. You can yeah. always redo them, but then it gets easier as you go. And it's not so terrifying mm-hmm. and people want to see you. It's not like they're over on the other side, like judging you. It's, oh, this is who this person is. And I want to know more about them. Exactly. So I think just really putting yourself out there is, is so huge. I, I definitely agree. Um, That makes me think of a young lady I went to beauty school with. And I just know that this girl would be booked just based on her personality. Because she has such an amazing, bright, big, fun personality. Like her and her dad would dress up for like uh, carnivals and stuff as a a clown or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I would definitely agree with just putting out there. And that way you're going to attract your tribe, right? The people that are like you, the people that you can relate to. So I definitely agree with that. Um, And I tell people all the time, like my clients are like my friends and family, you know, like we're girlfriends by the end of this appointment. For sure. And that's how you can showcase and that's how you can get your ideal clients in your chair, the people Mm -hmm. that you want to work with, because they're going to align with you. They see you and know your personality. Like that's how you're drawing in your people. So yeah, I just think it's so important. Exactly. And I know online is such a big factor right now, but there are still some things we can do offline, right? Yeah, for sure. I think this is where I love things like email marketing. Mm -hmm. I think it's so important because you have your emails, you have your people on your list already from your booking sites, Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. These are the people who have already worked with you and are essentially hot leads. They're already have been in your chair. They want to work with you or they're interested in working with you. So for you to send out a monthly email to say, hey, these are some new services I'm putting out. This is a new promotion I have. This is a new Mm -hmm. product I have. Putting that out there, they want to know about it. It's not, right. you're not being spammy. They want to know about what's going on in your salon. Exactly. Or they need that reminder to be like, oh, right, I haven't got my hair done in like three months. Exactly. Maybe I should book in, right? Because people are busy. So just making it as easy as possible for people to book with you is mm-hmm. so, so huge. So that's why I, I love email marketing. I agree. I've helped some stylists. And it's just like, you go on their profile and it's just like, okay, how do I book an appointment? Like, how do I yes. reach you? You know, by the time I send a DM and wait for you, like, dude, I oh. can, you know, find someone else. Like you for have sure. to get easy, right? Yeah, 100%. And I think just a matter of like staying in their face, staying, you know, relevant and letting them know like, hey, I'm still here. Hey, yeah. the holidays are coming up, book in advance, you know, like all those things are essential. Yeah. I totally agree. It's so important. So when it comes to the client experience, like we we work in a service industry where we have to build these relationships. Are there some tips for enhancing the client's experience? Yeah, I think just making them feel good and having those touch points after too and like doing Mm -hmm. these things automated too. So it's not like it takes up all of your time. So that's again where like these email softwares, these automations can come in place Mm -hmm. after they've had their appointment to say, hey, I really hope you like this. Um, Let me know if there's any questions you have, like just having those touch points in place. Mm -hmm. Also things like appointment reminders too are so beneficial, but having really good touch points and connecting with your clients. Mm -hmm. And also too, if you have like their information, like maybe you could do birthday cards. That's a little bit more. You have to be on the ball all the time. Right. Like holiday cards, just sending them a nice reminder of like, hey, happy holidays from, you know, your favorite hairdresser. You can just... You know, those in-person things 
are so important because it just shows that you do care about your clients. So anywhere that you can make them feel a little bit more special Mm -hmm. is going to make their day. No, I definitely agree. I had a client from uh, maybe like 10 years ago, just recently, like post, uh, I think she was cleaning out a dress or something. And she posted a cart that I had sent her. Um, and it was just saying, thank you for being a client. Like, oh. you know, come on back. Here's 10%. Like those are the essential things that you do and the small things that clients remember that they're yes. 10 years later. You know, I, I only do a few clients a week now, but 10 years later, she's still coming to me in a whole new city because she remembered that, you know, those small tokens of appreciation, right? Yeah, it really matters. And it's something tangible. And it's like, oh, they went out of their way to do this Mm -hmm. for me. How special. Just makes them feel really, really good. No, I agree. Now, when it comes to time management, as hairstylists, that can be hard, okay? Because someone Mm -hmm. may show up late. Someone may add on a service. Um, How can we stay on time? How can we be more effective with our time management? For sure. So I'll start, and you had talked about it a bit before, but what I like to do is create CEO days, or I tell my clients Mm -hmm. to create CEO days. So having a day where you're working on your admin is going to be so huge, like doing your QuickBooks, doing your bookkeeping, Mm -hmm. batching social media, um, really making sure that you're having that time to do all those little tasks. So you don't have to think about it throughout the week when you are doing clients. You can batch your social media and yeah. you think that we have think that we have to post all the time, but you no. have so many pictures. You can pre-batch it, schedule it out for the week, and then you don't even need to think about it for the rest of the week. Maybe mm-hmm. all you need to do is pop on your stories and just check in. But I think that is so beneficial having those set admin days, mm-hmm. especially if you own your own business, you own your own oh, salon. Yeah. You need to have that time where you set aside to work on that kind of stuff or else it's going to feel overwhelming oh, yeah. and you're going to feel like, you know, it's it's too like much a chicken you with your head cut up. off, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. So, yeah. And then, too, I would say automate. Automate whatever okay. you can. So if that's your booking system, your emails, um, scheduling your social media posts, but automating wherever you can is going to save you so much time. Gotcha. Now, do you have any um, favorite tools or automation sites or whatnot to help with management? Yeah, for sure. So one of my favorite ones for social media is Later. It's a really great feature. It can post to multiple different places if you want. You can add your hashtags in, your captions, you put your pictures in. It can do carousels, all that kind of stuff. You can do like a week or a month's worth, worth of posts. And mm-hmm. then you just schedule it and you set it and forget it. And nice. you don't even have to think about it again. So, and then too, I would just say like your booking systems, like mm-hmm. get out of the booking in the DMs, making sure you're right. having a software <laughs> system because they're so beneficial too, because there's so many reports that you get with that and just mm-hmm. so much information that you can gather by using a booking site. And it's going to save you so much time in the long run. No, I definitely agree. And that's the biggest thing is that we need to save ourselves that time because yeah. we are working hands-on. You know, yes. it's, it's impossible for me to answer the phone, you know, take down your appointment. It's like, no, I just need you to automatically be able to do it, right? Just a click exactly. away. Exactly. And I'll yeah, see make it, it as once easy it as possible. <laughs> yeah. You want right? to make it so easy for people to book with you. Okay. Now, in your experience, how will you say technology has changed like the beauty industry and the way we run our businesses, the way we're getting clients? Like it's impacted our business greatly, right? 
oh, it's huge. And this is the thing. We have these things that can do these automations. We have tools like AI mm-hmm. that can help you write your captions oh now. Oh my gosh, which is that's incredible. a game changer. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. So like really utilizing these things that we have because we're so fortunate that we do have this tech mm-hmm. that does make our businesses run smoothly and more automated. And, you know, like just being able to use those things, mm-hmm. doing a little bit of research or finding somebody who has used them to teach you how to do it. Right. It's going to be so, beneficial because you're going to save so much time in the long run no I definitely agree it's just like I've been using you know chat GPT and it's just like oh my gosh where was this like five years ago (laughs) right Right? it's just like I'll never have to think again you know I know it's amazing (laughs) it's definitely amazing so you know you have to adapt to the trends like it's a part of life like I met Styles and they're like oh I don't really want to be on social media it's like no you kind of have to you know or find someone to help you Exactly. And now too, like with all this tech, with all this, like it's, it's in, it's made in a way that it makes it easier for us to show up. We don't have to do all the little things. And I think too, one of the main things is repurpose your content. We're Mm -hmm. creating content all the time. So come up with something that you can repurpose. So maybe if you're doing a blog post, use that blog post, put it in your newsletter, Mm -hmm. use that stuff from the blog to put on your posts every week on your social media, like really repurposing all the content that we're creating. So then you don't have to, you know, come up with a new thing all the time and just, yeah, being able to use that in a more streamlined way is so important. No, I agree. Now in a world where there are a million hairstylists, there are a million salon owners, how do we create our own identity brand? How do we stand out? How do we stay true to our authentic selves? Because I mean, you look online and you see somebody with a million followers and you're like, I want to be like them, you know, like, how do we stay true to ourselves when it comes to our brand identity? I love that. I love that so much because it is so important to be authentic to ourselves and to show mm-hmm. up. And that's what I was talking about too. Like in order to showcase that you need to show up in your business. Mm-hmm. But I think things too, like branding yourself and creating a brand around yourself. Cause then when you create a brand around yourself, you can really change it from, okay, I am a hairstylist. Now I want to maybe teach hairstylists, mm-hmm. you know, you, your business can change along the way, but if you have exactly. that branding and if you're branding yourself, um, it's going to build up over time. So really just focusing on what your core values are, mm-hmm. what, who you are, how you want to show up, who you want to work with and really keeping that in mind. And then you can get really fun with it too. Like, okay, what are my brand colors or what are my brand fonts? What's my logo look like, Mm -hmm. right? And just really showcasing that because that creates that brand recognition when they start seeing these specific colors with you or these fonts or, you know, what kind of, um, I don't know, emoticons or whatever, right? Right. Just branding yourself is so important and it's fun it makes it is fun. all of this a lot of fun right so it is fun yeah because you, you yeah. get to showcase yourself you get to share that yeah. with everybody it's like yeah. nobody can be you but you, you exactly know, from you you know yeah and that's your superpower that's what you should be using to showcase yourself to the world right yeah it's so much fun Right. Now, Jessica, you mentioned superpower. So Uh everyone that comes on the show, I have to ask them, what is your entrepreneurial superpower? I love that. So my superpower is really helping you create a business that works smarter, not harder. So helping Mm. you with these automations, helping you with this goal setting, with your budgeting, all that stuff that I had mentioned in the 5M method. I just want you to create a business that 
that's so sustainable and that just runs on autopilot you don't Mm -hmm. like you need to put in the work to do the things but that's on your CEO days and then everything else is in the clear so it's not so stressful and overwhelming right and I think that makes life easier right oh yes and then you have more of that life business balance right like you're not so focused just on building the business you're really creating a life and a business that you love which is just I love 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 that right that that's the goal (laughs) Yes, (laughs) that's what we're aiming for. (laughs) Now, I want to make sure that, you know, everyone's able to find you, connect with you. Can you share with us anything you have going on or where we can follow you at? Yeah, for sure. So you can follow me. I'm most active on Instagram. So it's at the Jessica Patton. I am starting to do free monthly masterclasses. So right now I actually have the goal setting one app and it walks you through the goal setting process using the life wheel. And it's so much fun. This is a process that I do also one-on-one with people. If you're really wanting to dive into how to create your goals for 2024, for, you know, quarterly, I love to set goals quarterly. So if that's something that you're really interested in, definitely reach out because that's something I love helping people with. Um, And then I do VIP days too. So then in those, we really dive into different areas of your business that you're wanting to work on and dive into and just make more streamlined and easy. Awesome. I absolutely love that. Well, I just want to say thank you so much for coming on the show today. I love all the information that you shared. I am sure it's going to be a game changer for a lot of people, especially with the new year. Um, So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. It was so much fun chatting with you. All right. Have an awesome day. (laughs) You too. Thank you for tuning in to the Stylistpreneur podcast. Make sure to visit our website for more beauty business resources, courses, and to join the Stylistpreneur membership. Until next time, stay a cut above the rest.